Hello, I'm Holly, and you're listening to another episode of Talking Games. Hello, everyone. I am back solo this week. I hope you all enjoyed Anna's episode last time. I really enjoyed recording it. It was um, quite the experience because obviously I know Anna and to talk to my friend but also try to make it interesting for everyone else to listen to was a challenge but I hope it come across well and you got something out of it. Anna's wonderful so thank you for tuning back in if you found me through that episode last time. Welcome to the usual kind of why I sit and ramble for a little while about all things interesting, all things content, and a little bit about, you know, general life. If you are new around here or you have been around since the first episode and you haven't rated the podcast, I will just ask, please do, rate it five stars or however you do in whichever platform you're listening to. If you're on YouTube, please hit like and subscribe. And yeah, five stars on Spotify. It really helps. It helps me know the direction I'm going in. Uh, tell a friend. Uh, let them know about this place. <laughs> if all of you told a friend, it would it would make my day. So tell a friend. Say to them, stop what you're doing and listen. And I'd appreciate it. I actually missed chatting to you all last episode. I loved talking to Anna, but I feel like there was a little hole in my, my my fortnight which was chatting to you about the goings on. I, yeah, I, I, I've got a few bits to catch you up on over the last, I'd say like, it's going to be four weeks, isn't it, basically, with the two episodes. I felt like I should start with, I went to a really exciting um, panel a few weeks ago. I'm so bad with like timelines. I just about knew that it was uh, Wednesday today on stream. <laughs> uh, so I went to this lovely, um, almost like a seminar by somewhere called We Are Cooler, uh, at We Are Cooler on socials. Now I know um, the very, very lovely person that kind of heads the show there. He's wonderful. But his his content is honestly amazing and I actually look to his stuff for inspiration a lot of the time so um, their company kind of run the social media for you know quite quite well-known brands as an example one of them is Burger King UK and the tweets or the X's what do you call them <laughs> uh, coming out of Burger King UK are something to behold so if you're interested, go and check out the tweets and you'll know exactly what I mean. Um, so anyway, this seminar come up and I thought, right, that's it. I'm, I have to go because I value what their output is so much in my day to day. Like I genuinely look up to it. I gain inspiration from it. Uh, so I went along uh, on the panel was um, the uh, guy in particular, James. Uh, there was also Bex, who was a I used to work with at Xbox, was on the panel. She's wonderful, absolutely wonderful, an absolute machine when it comes to content. Um, and so, yeah, so I wanted to go along and, and check it out. And it was absolutely fantastic. I saw a few familiar faces in the audience. 
Uh, as you might know, if you're kind of in the gaming scene, you seem to see the same people at each event, which is a good thing, and also meet others. So I always do try to make sure that I go to kind of put myself out there. It doesn't necessarily come naturally for me. I don't know, how, how do you feel about that? Does it come naturally to you to like kind of put yourself in a room and go, hey, <laughs> let's let's swap ideas or... It's, it's a difficult one, isn't it? It definitely doesn't come naturally to me. But in lockdown, I don't know about you. I know I talked about New Year's resolutions and things. But in lockdown, with all the gaming events stopped, I thought I want to make sure I go to more because I just kind of found Twitch in lockdown properly. And I realized, you know, I missed I missed that aspect of it. So I really do make it. I, like, I, I tried to go to the gaming events, TwitchCon. I'm not sure I'll be going this year insomnia and kind of things like this anyway the panel was wonderful and there was this really amazing inspirational person on it and his name was Alfred and he was just lovely I met him just before the panel because I was catching up with Bex um he was he was just a lovely energy a wonderful person to just you know one of those people when you just meet them and you're like what a wonderful energy he has Alfred Samba um, he was the ex-head of social for Gymshark. So he was kind of on the panel, like talking about his, his experiences, answering questions, all about content, right? And I just found him, like, I just wanted to, what he was saying, I wanted to hear, you know? <laughs> and it got me thinking about, like, what I really wanted to talk about in this episode was trust. Now, it's such a huge word. But it's kind of, it got me really thinking. Trust. I trusted what Alfred had to say. And I'd never met him before. I just, he like oozed this trust. <laughs> that sounds weird. And I, it got me thinking like as a content creator, as a person in like life, how, like, how do you be that? How do you, how do you? set that scene for people that meet you, um, people that listen to you, if you're a content creator, watch you, you know, you're listening here and, and, and to get that trust, how, what is the magic ingredient? And why are there particular people that we trust in like our day to day? And, and to go on, on this line, there was a tweet and I'm going to say recently, but this probably recently when I wrote it in my in my journal because it's been it's been Anna's episode since, so I didn't talk about this last time. Mr. Beast, right? Stay with me here. Mr. Beast tweeted um, recently. Uh, I will give. I think it was seventy five thousand dollars to someone who retweets this tweet. As the story stands, I think he kind of done a bit of an experiment on X, showing the monetization of it. Um, like, you know how his YouTube videos gain a lot of revenue. He was kind of doing a test on a video on X because Elon has been putting in this kind of system where you can put longer form content on there, I believe. So this is where it all came from. So he done this experiment. I think he used a reused video from YouTube popped it on X to see what it would do. And he shared the picture of the revenue that it created. And then he gave it away. So it was like that was the story behind this random tweet. I believed that tweet. 
why did I believe that tweet? It got me really thinking, like, ultimately, why do I believe I would be in the ch- within the chance of winning $75,000 because I retweeted Mr. Beast's tweet? Why do you think, like, tell me, think it, say it out loud. Why would you trust Mr. Beast's tweet? I totally believe that he gave $75,000 to somebody. He, he like, shared it, that he, the winner. What about Mr. Beast do we trust? Why do we trust Mr. Beast? It's because, in my opinion, he is, he puts out wholesome, it all, all together, like, chaotic and amazing content. Like, you know, his imagination, his ideas, everything that he does is wild. But he sticks to his word. He does what he says he's going to do. He goes into a store and gives out 20 PlayStation 5s and he does go into the store and give out 20 PlayStation 5s. He changes people's lives. Why do we trust? Why do I trust? I mean, mean, maybe I'm talking like, is it just me? I I did see a lot of people retweet that. You know, a lot of people I... And I'd go on to like a friend's profile and go, oh, they retweeted it. Because they also must trust, or I guess... You've got a greater chance of winning that 75,000 than winning the lottery. But I believed he would give it. And it got, and like I said, it got me thinking as content creators, as people in like day to day, we want to be that person, right? So, what can we do to ensure that people have that experience with us? What did Alfred do upon me briefly meeting him? It was his way. He wasn't, there was this. He wasn't, he said this, uh, I did note it down. He said this quote, and it was something like, don't be the expert, be the enthusiast. And it really stuck with me. Don't be the expert, be the enthusiast. If Alfred had sat there telling telling it how it was and how you do this and how you do that, and the reason you're not doing this is because you're doing it wrong, I would, everyone would have switched off in that room. But he was enthusiastic about what he'd done. He loved what he'd done. And he was excited to share the knowledge and the goodwill that he had over what he did. And that's a good base block to to put anything on, isn't it? Why do, when I stream, people sit and listen to my goings on or the podcast? I, my agenda is... I want to talk, I want to share information and, you know, go over go over bits and bobs that might have some relevance, you know, and for that, it gives me joy to pass that on. And I hope that I have that element that he had, do you know? It really got me thinking and it got me thinking about Mr. Beast and even um, Stephen Bartlett. I trust Stephen Bartlett. I trust, I saw him put out a post the other day where he was like, I'm looking for new people, send me your CV, I'll look at everyone or or however it was. I believe that. I believe that. Why? Because he's set that scene of being that kind of character. And I want, if, if, if we could all get a smidgen of that, that trust and belief and that, and that lovely way that people are set at ease around them, we'd be winning, right? 
If you have any ideas what the secret sauce is, please do let me know at Hollywood Jays on all socials. But yeah, it really got me thinking. And and that's where we would want to be, right? That's where you want to be on the scale of things. I want to be trusted and I want to be, you know, dependable, depended upon. You know what you know where you're at. In in all of all of the things in my life and all of the relationships in my life and all my friends and family. You'd want that. So yeah, food for thought. And what a position for them to be in to have that power. With uh, coming, you know, giving off that vibe of of trust, um, I was thinking about trust, <laughs> to put it bluntly. And my next point that I'd jotted down is, is we can always fall into that trap of thinking that we are not good or we don't deserve that or we... Um, aren't capable of doing A, we aren't good enough to do B, and, you know, uh, we, it's not true. It's not true. <laughs> and when it comes to content, you know, you see, like, these videos, these 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 pieces of content, you think, I'll never be that. I couldn't do that because that one person on YouTube comment said this. I want to... T- sit here and tell you that it's wrong you are capable of doing these things you are good enough and you cannot base your future on something that has been said and done in the past and that goes across everything and I need to tell myself that so maybe in telling you that I'm telling myself we can always fall into these bad habits, especially like in toxic situations, toxic relationships, toxic workplaces, anything where we might be misguided into the thought that we deserve to be, feel the way we do or treated the way we do or we deserve the, yeah, the treatment. But it's not true. And getting to that place of being trustworthy, people believing in you, depending on you, comes from having that in yourself. And I don't mean to sound like, you know, it's that easy because it isn't. But like toxic encounters, you almost think it's normal or it's it's you, but it's not you. So to find that place where we can put out good vibes, good content, uh, create exciting and fun things, we really, really need to truly believe that we can and that that, that is us and we deserve that output. Um, and you, it starts with you. So uh, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I, growing up, I was extremely shy to a point where at school I couldn't even talk in a lesson. I'd go like bright red and I was like obsessed with thinking I've got something wrong that I go red. You know, there's these things you can do to stop that, like surgery on, an, on a gland. Like on, honestly, I know it sounds wild, but I was like that shy. Uh, I was bullied at school uh, quite badly. And it's something that I don't actually usually talk about, but I felt it was relevant. Like, I, it, it, it does affect you, doesn't it? It does affect you. And, and talking about this trust thing, you know, if I believed what uh, I went through at school, I might not have ever, like, been in a position to start streaming or creating content or believing in myself that I can or believing people would want to listen or talk or hang out or, 
you know, and it's overcoming those barriers. So I'm just, if you needed to hear this, you can do it. You, you can do it. Um, but yeah, I want you to say, I can now. Just say it. Just say it. Nobody's listening. Just say it. Can you? Good. I believe in you. But yeah, so as you can tell, it's been a very reflective few weeks. Um, isn't it funny? Isn't it funny? I've just felt very reflective. And it was meeting, it was meeting like, you know, trustworthy people. It was meeting interesting, inspirational people and thinking, you know, that's really where we all want to be at. All this, you know, putting out things that are negative to like gain views and like jump on the bandwagon to to gain quick success you know like if you're same goes in content and if you're you know around people when they're talking negatively about someone you agree just for like you know the they'll they'll like me because I think the same as them be you you know it it, it's the same thing it's it can be applied to any situation do what you believe in and hopefully the trustworthy element will shine through and people will know you, know your content, and you'll know yourself. I'm just going to drink some water, two secs. I have some, a couple of updates about, sorry, I, I spoke so much then, so like my mouth went very dry. Um, a couple of updates on my uh, YouTube. I actually decided to start actually putting stuff on there. Uh and it's been something that's hung around me every podcast I have done. And haven't I always said it? But I'm doing it. And it's, do you know what, it's actually working. <laughs> and all that thing where I was like, oh yeah, I do it and I get a few views and I'm not interested. It's been working. It has been working. I've been putting up videos. I haven't gone, I'm going to do it every Monday on and Thursday because I can't commit to that. Because that's not how I work. What I've been doing is I've been recording and just putting it up. For recording, putting it up. Recording, putting it up. I'm not thinking, right, I've got to do this by this day. I'm letting... I have taken, like, the... I've taken this podcast and how this is makes me feel to make it. And I know I do have to do it by a certain day. But, like, it's... it's I, I do it. I'm so passionate about it. And I just put it up. I've done that with the YouTubes. I'm not editing it, but it is a very it's a gameplay but it's not like cutely edited it or anything like that it's raw it's real it's me it's my first reaction to what remains of Edith Finch by the way and I've really enjoyed it so I found a way to be able to output content without sticking to these guidelines or rules that you constantly have thrown in your face across social media try if if I can find some weird wonderful pattern to put out content you can too. Don't think you have to do this grinding attitude. You can do it. You can, I mean, I'm doing it. Check it out, please. It's Hollywood Jays on YouTube. I'd really appreciate it. If you have come from the podcast and the podcast on there, but if you have come from there, let me know, please. But I honestly, I'm telling you, it's, I'm really loving the kind of no rules thing about YouTube. So I was excited to tell you guys that. Also, um, on another random piece of content-related things, 
I have TikTok, right? I've talked to, to you guys about it. I've done live streams and it's like kind of gaming related TikTok. So I made another random account just to like make different things because I thought, you know what? I don't necessarily want to make it about gaming, but TikTok, I feel, who knows the mystery of TikTok. But uh, I felt kind of like if I don't do gaming, it's going to like throw me down a few pegs. So I made another TikTok. Anyway, I done an unboxing of this kind of wine subscription thing that I got. Um, I'm going to tell you I've got like zero followers on that TikTok. The video didn't get many views. <laughs> but I mean, I'm exp expressing myself, so it's worth it. Anyway, they come, they contacted me to use it in an ad. And I thought, wow, they've come up to this account with no followers, next to no followers, weird, random, not related to anything content. They've seen a very raw, very, you know, rough and ready unboxing of their product and they reached out I'll keep you posted when it goes out but I was pretty impressed that a company didn't go for the high views high likes kind of content what they've done is they've you know they've reached out to a tiny account on TikTok and taken the um, chance to ask for the content and I thought it was nice again that's the trust thing right it's the trust thing. And the trust thing that I've talked about and the content that we want to put out and the, and the, the, you know, the person that you want to be, it goes to brands. It go like, you know, I see a lot of tweets. I, I know it seems like I spend all my time on Twitter. That's slightly true. But I see all these tweets like, brands, please reach out. I do this, I do that. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that because potentially it must work. I don't know. But, you know, what you've got to think about is why would a brand do that? Like this this wine thing has reached out because they know I'm I like it. They see the, my excitement in the video. They I've already bought the product. I believe in the product because I've bought it and I've opened it and I've talked about it. You know, I didn't go to them asking, Can I do this? They've come to me. And it got me thinking about, you know, that whole wider why do brands want to work with you? And why do you want to work with the brands? It's not all about getting things, which is a big part of uh, a lot of the reason why people do uh, kind of these reaching out things. And they might not necessarily need the product, but it's a product. And it's all about believing in yourself and what you want to represent and what you believe in. There's no point in going and kind of like like fishnetting a load of brands because they're, you know, they're the thing to work for in gaming uh, in particular say to kind of cast your net wide and get anything is you know if everybody's doing that they don't have to go far but if you love a brand and you really believe in their product and you reach out to them with you know your personal experience about it and it doesn't look like you just copied and pasted their name out of a sentence I think it will go a lot further why don't you try on the next time you try to reach out or make um, some sort of connection with a brand? Why not show that you've used it for a while? Why not talk about why it fits you rather than why the brand should have you? Why does the product fit you rather than why the brand should have you? And just see where it gets you. And if you hear any um, any feedback from that, please let me know. I'd I'd really be interested to to find out. It's always a it's always a difficult thing, isn't it, talking to brands? 
I was hoping to get a guest on here that knows how to talk to brands very well. And I'll keep you posted whether they do appear. But yeah, that's my two cents. I hope that you've had uh, a fantastic few weeks while I've not been able to check in with you. Uh, I really, really do enjoy doing these podcasts. And we're halfway through my I'm going to do 10 podcasts stretch. <laughs> so we'll see where it takes us. If there's anything you want me to talk about in particular, please do reach out. I love hearing from you. Do you know what happened to me on Tuesday, yesterday? I was streaming and somebody came into the Twitch channel. You know who you are if you're listening right now. They had never followed or been in my Twitch channel before. And they said, I loved your episode with Anna. Thank you so much. And they followed me on Twitch. That felt amazing. It felt so good and I felt so lucky that this person had taken their time out in their day to pop in and tell me that because it honestly, if you're listening, it really, really meant a lot. It made my day, it made my week, honestly, probably my month to hear that. So thank you so much. It, it honestly, to, to, to hear feedback like that and the messages that I get, it, it, it seriously Thank you very, very much. And people in person, if you're listening, you know who you are. Thank you for coming up to me and telling me you're enjoying it. I hope in some way it touches you and reaches a part of you that, um, you know, lights something, ignites something. Uh, that's what the whole point of this is. It's certainly doing it for me. Thank you. <laughs> it's made me go back on my YouTube. So uh, I hope it works magic for you. My game I'm going to recommend to you this week is As Dusk Falls. I don't know if you've heard of it. It is fantastic. It's fantastic. The studio is wonderful. It's interior night. Um, uh, the person that actually runs it uh, used to like to give you an insight on what the game is like. They worked on Heavy Rain and Beyond Two Souls. Um, the game As Dusk Falls is like edge of your seat, amazing storytelling. It's like a choice game. It's very much, it's so, you have you up in your seat screaming, okay? The art style is beautiful. It's almost like stop motion kind of picture book. I don't really know how you'd explain that kind of style of art. You'll love it. You'll kind of watch it and you're like, oh. And as you get into it, the people are moving, I promise. It's also got Jane Perry in it which is a quite a, an exciting role that she plays. Um, you know, Returnal. She's fantastic in it. But if you want a game, even if you want to sit down with a friend or a partner and, like, go through the options of this game, it is it's one of those that you won't forget. And it is just edge of your seat. It's kind of choices that you've got to make that truly deeply affect the game. Honestly, it's... It's one to play if you haven't played it already. I'll be seeing you in a fortnight. Uh, I feel like because I missed you last week, uh, a lot of information blurted out today more so than ever. <laughs> so if you could unpick it um, and tell me how what you makes makes if what you makes what makes you trust a content creator, what makes you trust anybody in life, what are the values? And let me know what they are. So the more of you that tell me that and reach out, I'll go through them next episode. 
and we can see what it is that makes you trust in a person. And I'll try to write a list for next time. Take care, everyone. If I don't see you on socials, I'll see you in two weeks for the next episode of Talking Games. I'm Holly. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode with me, Holly. If you want to find me on socials, at Hollywood Joes on everything. Uh, spelling should be in the title, let's hope. <laughs> if you could rate the podcast five stars, it would mean a lot to me. I'll see you on the next episode. Many thanks to Richard Lawrence for my wonderful music. I very much appreciate it. I'll see you all next time. <laughs>